This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. My name is Mary Neal, and I'm an orthopedic spine surgeon. And in 1999, I went to Chile in South America with my husband. And we went on a kayaking trip and had a wonderful week of boating. Uh, the final day of kayaking, though, I was pinned in a waterfall and drowned. And while I was drowning, I was comforted by God very physically and very completely. And after I drowned, I was joyfully greeted by other spirits who knew me, who I had known for an eternity. And they took me to heaven. Many people can sense God's presence without being hit on the head. <laughs> but apparently, I'm more of a concrete person than that because for me, even though I was raised in Sunday school, I was raised in a church, I think I had the typical experience of church being a Sunday thing. And during the week, you didn't really think about God or think about God's impact on your life. When I drowned, I was very comfortable and very comforted. I found that I knew I was going to have a problem as soon as I crested the waterfall and realized that there was no outflow. I knew that I was going to have a problem and the boat was pinned and the water then completely covered me and I tried all of the usual things to free myself and free the boat and none of them worked. I didn't ask to be saved. I didn't ask for anything in particular other than God's will be done. And at that moment, I was overcome with the most physical sensation of being comforted and held, almost like you would comfort and rock a small baby. And I thought about my husband and I thought about my young children and again and again and again I was reassured that they would be fine I would be fine everything was fine and then I felt the boat tip a little bit and the current which had ripped off my helmet and my life jacket was slowly sucking my body out of the boat over the cockpit of the boat and as that was happening I could feel my legs breaking and I was wondering and thinking about which bones might be breaking and which ligaments were ripping 
my body or my spirit peeled off of my body and then as I felt my body sink with the current, I was free. I was greeted by a group of the most joyous spirits. And these were spirits that I couldn't identify as, oh gee, there's my father or my babysitter. Because each of these spirits were more than just that one person. All colors in one at the same time. And they were so filled with love. And that's true of everything having to do with heaven and every angel I talked to. There's this all-encompassing sense of love and uh, joy. So they uh, greeted me and we communicated, although not in English, not with our mouths. It, it was a form of communication that made me truly, truly understand how God can speak to people of different languages and everyone understands them in their own language. And so we traveled down this path and we didn't walk with our feet. Uh, we just moved and we just traveled. And we traveled into an area where there was a giant, giant uh, field of sorts that again was beautiful. But it was all colors and the sense of beauty was very intense. And there was this uh, large dome. And that, again, it doesn't sound quite right when I describe it in words, but a, a dome that was brilliant. And that word is very overused, but it, it was shimmering and brilliant and beautiful and exploding with love. And we we're all given a final opportunity to choose God or to turn away for eternity. And I was excited. I had already been reassured that my family would be fine. These spirits who had guided me and protected me were so happy <laughs> that I was there. I was really excited. And we then got to the entrance and there was this palpable uh, sadness that came over everyone and everyone who was inside this uh, hall sort of turned to look at me and then the the spirits who had brought me on this journey told me I had to go back to earth. They told me that my work wasn't done. I wasn't happy about it. But after being told about some of the things that I needed to do, I certainly wasn't about to argue with God's plan for my life. And so I 
went back to my body and I sat down and uh, the spirits who had greeted me initially taken me and brought me back uh, basically said goodbye. Mm. Then I lied down and I was reunited with my body and that began the next part of the journey. Once I was home, I was in the ICU and I really had still half of me was still in God's world and half was in our physical world. And for about a week and a half, I really felt myself uh, going back and forth reasonably freely. And after the first couple of days, uh, I was in the ICU contemplating not so much my experience, but contemplating why I had to come back. Because again, I really had no desire to come back. And I thought, well, okay, I'll look in a Gideon's Bible and see if I can find something in there. And I found that I, I couldn't read. Everything was blurry. I couldn't look at the TV. I couldn't even have a conversation for more than about 30 seconds because everything was so blurry that it was very frustrating. I just wanted to keep my eyes closed. But I was looking through the Gideon's Bible, being really frustrated at everything. And then over the course of a day, three verses became crystal clear. And one was, the very first one, was to uh, pray without ceasing. And so I contemplated that followed by be joyful always, followed by give thanks in all circumstances. And those are the shortened versions, but those, those were the essence. And so I contemplated those three verses and again tried to contemplate them in the context of what I not only had been through, but what I had been told in terms of why I was sent back to Earth. And as I was contemplating that, I found myself uh, ultimately twice, but the first time I found myself in this beautiful field um, sitting with an angel. And we spent what seemed like hours, but it could have been minutes in earthly time. And we talked about all of the big questions that most people would think of to ask. Why do bad things happen to good people? What's the purpose of life? We talked for hours and I was given quite a bit of information um, about the big questions, not so much about my own life and my job, uh, but really the bigger questions. And then it was over and I was back in my hospital bed and the first thing I did was call the nurse 
and ask what kind of medication I was receiving because I was thinking that that was pretty good medication. <laughs> and I uh, was told then and since then went through my medical records and discovered that other than antibiotics, I wasn't getting any narcotics, any other medications that might create hallucinations. So I had this experience and I continued over the next week to process it and then started to think about, okay, well, that's great, but why did I have to come back? I was in the same field and again, talking to this angel and then talked about some of the specifics for my own life because I was still unhappy. I was still very depressed that I was here on earth and that I had to come back. So we talked about the details of a number of things, most of which have come to pass, not all, uh, but some of the, the very specific things that was being asked of me in my return to earth. And at the end of that conversation, this angel kissed me. That would be my, my last experience like that. And basically I was being told that it was time to focus on earth and focus on being about the business of God and being about the business of why I was returned.